Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and good evening, rugby fans, and welcome to episode 118 of the DNVR Rugby Podcast, live from Uruguay. My name is Colton Strickler. I'm your host. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, it's been a fun week. It's been a busy week. If you've been following along on Twitter, you know we landed in Uruguay with the Raptors late Sunday night. Been here for, you know, a work week now, six days, I think, five, six days. Um, it's been a really good experience, so I'll go ahead and tell you all about that in this week's breakdown. Breakdown is brought to you by O'Neill's. O'Neill's the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in World Rugby, Infinity Park, and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at O'Neill's.com. That's O-N-E-I-L-L-S.com. So as I was saying, this is going to be a very American Raptors heavy show, um, as it probably should be since we are here in Uruguay and uh, have had quite the week. So uh, in the breakdown, just like I was saying, it's been an awesome experience. I've been training at Estadio Charrua, which is where the Uruguayan Rugby Union's headquarters is. Hopefully I said that right. Um, I've exhausted every bit of high school Spanish that I learned, you know, over 10 years ago now. So uh, I'm doing my best. Uh, well, they had a scrimmage, first scrimmage of the tour on Tuesday evening against Los Cuervos, which is a local club out here. Started with forwards working against forwards, backs working against the backs. Um, I watched a little bit of both. The backs certainly had more success against their backs than the Raptors forwards did against their forwards. Um, it was a nice lesson in, in scrummaging and lineouts and technique and all that stuff. Uh, and I was kind of interested to see, you know, what was going to happen when they actually went live because that's what they did for the next 30 to 40 minutes after that first session was over. Uh, and they and they looked really good. The Raptors actually did look really good. They put it all together. Technically won the scrimmage, air quotes. Nobody was really keeping score, um, but the Raptors did put up, I think, four tries. Los Cuervos only scored one try on the last play of the match, so uh, Raptors did look really good all across the board once the, the whistle blew and they got between the stripes and played some rugby, so it was cool to see. Los Cuervos' facility was awesome. Had three fields, kind of felt like it was in the middle of nowhere, just surrounded by trees. Uh, really cool clubhouse, a lot of old rugby stuff. I think that club's been around since like the 50s. Uh, it was just cool to be out there. It was a cool environment, cool facility. As you'll kind of hear what 
uh, in my interview with Christian Alvarez coming up here pretty soon. It was just really dark. They had lights everywhere, but the lights just weren't that bright. So it was like playing really dark. It felt like you were playing, you know, in the street when you're a kid. Uh, so that was a little bit different, but uh, they overcame and, and put some good rugby on the pitch, and it was fun to watch. So uh, that was cool to see. Our next two matches of this tour will be against the Uruguayan U23 team. They'll play the first one on Sunday afternoon at a polo club. I believe kickoff is at 4.30 p.m. local time, so that will be 12.30 p.m. Denver time. Everything I've heard says that the match will be streamed, so I will push all that information out when I get it. Should be, you know, in the next couple of days since tomorrow is Friday. Final match will take place on the following Friday, so a week from when you're probably listening to this episode uh, at, Estadio, excuse me, at Estadio Charrua. That match should also be streamed, so again, I will put all that information out when I get it as well. And those two matches will be against the Uruguayan U23 team, so this will be, you know, the toughest team that the Raptors have ever played. I'm looking forward to seeing how all that goes and how they stack up. It's going to be uh, quite the sight, so I'm glad I get to see that first one. Glad I get to see another different venue. This should be cool. I'm um, very much looking forward to all that. So be sure to follow along on Twitter. I'll keep you in the loop on all that stuff. Uh, like I said, everything's good. Everybody's very friendly. People are nice. Weather's awesome. It's been a very successful trip so far, uh, and I'm looking forward to, to soaking in these last couple of days because I am leaving a little bit earlier than everyone else. I will miss the last one. So I'm going to try to get a, the rest of the content I can before I go. I'll talk a little bit more about that in the loop. Uh, it's like I said at the top of the show, this is going to be a Raptors-heavy, Raptors-centric podcast, so I'm going to skip some more pieces, and we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. So we're going to skip all the rugby that you can watch this weekend and jump straight into the interview portion of the show. This interview is brought to you by Guard Lab. Join the mouthguard revolution with American-made mouthguards that perform, protect, and recover. Visit GuardLab.com for more information. Uh, so this interview this week, I'm, I'm pumped to have American Raptors scrum half Christian Alvarez on the show. Uh, it's been really fun getting to know him a little better down here. I haven't really, you know, talked to him very much. It's been a busy, busy fall for me. So a lot of the new guys I don't really know that well. Uh, but Christian's been awesome, you know, like I said, talking to him on the bus and uh, training and stuff these last couple of days. Uh, and he's got an awesome story, awesome perspective on life. So uh, you'll, you'll understand when, when the podcast's over, just the way that he looks at things and the way that he approaches things is is very, you know, it's unique and it's grounding and uh, just just a real good guy all around. Uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of him because he was just drafted 22nd overall to Nola Gold in the 2021 MLR draft. So he's a name and a, and a person you're going to want to keep your eye on as he kind of moves up through the ranks these next couple of years. Uh, and it kind of starts with the, the Raptors in, in a way. So... Fun getting to know Christian. Thank you to Christian for coming to chat with me for a little bit. So I hope everybody enjoys this conversation with American Raptors scrum half Christian Alvarez. And I will add, this is my first interview with some new mics. That always takes a little bit, you know, to get lined up. So I apologize for some mixed up sound levels. Did my best to even them out and boost them up a little bit. But it always takes a couple interviews with these new mics before you get them really honed in. So I apologize in advance. But uh, you, you should still enjoy this interview with American Raptors scrum half Christian Alvarez. All right, now we welcome on to the show American Raptors scrum half Christian Alvarez live from Uruguay. Christian, how's it going? Hey man, not, not, pleasure to be here, and um, thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for – thanks for coming on. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you, man. It's been good getting to talk to you a little bit over these last couple of days, so happy to have you on the podcast. So. 
Chris, the first question we ask everybody that comes on the show is just can you tell us a little bit about where you're from? Yeah, so, um, but yeah, to go off that, dude, yeah, pleasure meeting you too. I think it's the first time we've met, but you've been with the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, so a couple. It's cool getting to know you too, man. You've been really awesome, so thanks for everything. Um, so I'm Christian Alvarez. I am from Sacramento, California, uh, born and raised up until the age of 10, but we'll get into that, I guess, later in the podcast because it has to do with rugby, but... Yeah, so um, grew up in California, uh, not where I picked up rugby, but that's where all my family live and currently live right now. So I, was, I just had a niece and she's back out there. So Very nice. when we're done with the tour, looking forward to getting back there and spending some time with the family. Nice, man. Uh, How did you get into rugby? Did you, did you play rugby always? Did you play other sports growing up and somebody convinced you to go out and play? Like, how did that start? Um, it's because of my mom. Yeah. But there's a story to it. Um. When I was 10, I moved to uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> You're pretty well-traveled from the sounds of it, right? A little bit. Yeah. Thanks to my mom. Yeah. And my mom's a amazing lady, but she really is the reason we um, I got into rugby. Without her, you know, I wouldn't have got into it. But, yeah, we basically moved to New Zealand because she um, got a job opportunity out there. And moved there when I was 10. And I went to my first rugby muster, which is what they do in New Zealand, where all the kids go to, like, the local club and get put into teams and yeah I joined my first club when I was 10 just because you know when I was at school everyone plays rugby there everyone plays rugby there so um I obviously wanted to fit in and um yeah I'm really glad I went out to the Waiuku Rugby Club in Auckland my first rugby club <laughs> what does your mom do uh she works for the government okay so she's moving around all the time then yeah or used to a, a decent amount we did yeah. spend I spent eight years in New Zealand so we were there for a while I um Went all the way through high school and finished high school there. So, wow. Yeah, it was a big, you know, a good portion of my life. Yeah. What is that like, kind of like learning with those guys? Like, were you already behind the eight ball, I guess, when? Uh, absolutely, dude. Even, yeah. even now, I'm not, you know, nowhere near the point right. I want to be. I'm honestly not super talented or gifted. I just, you know, I really love playing the sport. So, uh-huh. I feel like that's taken me a long way. Um, and that's here in New Zealand, dude. I was, <laughs> I was at the back of the yeah. pack. I was, you know, Always throughout that, you know, throughout my whole time there, I just love playing. I just love yeah showing up. I didn't, I didn't care if I made a C team, a B team, or a, you know what I mean. It didn't. Yeah, you just want to play. I didn't make C teams. There were a lot of times where I made, you know, the third team for my weight class. But um, we eventually got those yeah A team spots. But I just love. love so what? I guess so what is the difference? Like I feel like I've talked to a lot of people about that. Like what is different from the way that they do things there that we do it here? Is it just that they're if they're not like working or they're not at school or they just have a ball in their hand, like is that, is that the? No, not really. You'd think that just because how good they are. But right. Think about how good the U.S. is at football. Mm-hmm. Kids aren't always playing football. It's just that they play it a significant amount. Right. In New Zealand's the same thing. Like they, you know, every year a lot of kids play rugby. Mm-hmm. The majority boys will play rugby and you know girls too. But it's just in their blood. They go crazy for the All Blacks. They love rugby. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, their football equivalent. That's why they're so, yeah. so skilled. They're just used to doing what rugby has. That makes they sense. Love, love doing it too. Yeah. Because if you look at their team, they're not even the craziest athletes. They just know how to play rugby. Yeah, they just to know how to play rugby. Yeah. You can't just be an athlete. You have to right. know how to play. As we're, as we're learning, right, Absolutely. with this experiment. So uh, so you said you finished high school in New Zealand, and then you moved back. Yep. Where did you move to? Moved back to Denver, Colorado. Actually, yeah. that's where we ended up first. We didn't go back to California. 
mom got a job in Denver, Colorado, and out in Cherry Creek, so not not too far. Yeah. Out in Glendale. Um, but I uh, came back for college. I went to Penn State uh-huh. University um, for school. That was always the plan. It was the yeah. Back when I finished high school here, because I went to a pretty good high school, honestly. Like shout out Sacred Heart. CC went to the same high school, ironically. Um, uh, U.S. Eagle on our team. Um, but we always knew once I graduated, we were gonna, you know, it was time to come back. And you know, my dream was to be an Eagle. I mm-hmm. want to play for the for the U.S. You know, a um, little different to other kids because everyone wants to be an All Black. But yeah. I was the only. Yeah, that's American it's different. Rugby, so, came back here, went to college, uh, Penn, Penn State for for five years. You know, used all five years of nice eligibility because of COVID. But yeah, spent five really good years there. So, how did you end up at Penn State? Like. Uh, so I was looking at schools that had rugby first, even though my mom told me to, you know, always push for academics first, which is, you know, I, I eventually brought that in, but looked at what schools were the best in rugby and looked at like the, uh, the poll at the time and the rankings. And then I looked at their degree, Mm -hmm. the the quality of their degree. And, um, I wanted like the best of both. So Penn State was, you know, that by, by a long shot out, you know, other schools too, but all in all, like Penn State, the the degree and along with how they were at the time uh, in terms of rugby, they were pretty, you know, they were up there top five. Right. And uh, obviously, you know, academically, Penn State, it's a pretty, yeah, pretty credible school. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty easy decision to make when I got accepted in there. But I also applied to a lot of schools. Yeah. I was in New Zealand when <laughs> I was applying for colleges, didn't get the tour any. So I was doing it all online. So. Just kind of went you know, in a little bit blind, yeah. Picked the best one. How'd you enjoy your time there? I absolutely loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Both rugby, you know, the people I met, and you know, the degree I got out of it. I learned a lot. You know? mm-hmm. I came out a different person than I went in. Yeah, which is good. You know, That's what's I, supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. So I got some of my money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I learned learned a lot. Met amazing people. And, uh, you know, the rugby was good, too, that I could yeah. to do that on a collegiate level. That's cool, man. That's nice. So it's, a, it's important to enjoy your college years because yes. you only get them once, right? Yeah. If you do it right, I suppose. Um, so I guess the next question I had, so when did kind of getting drafted into MLR become a realistic possibility? Because, like, the drafts only existed for two years, right? So is this something that you had your eye on? And I guess I, I skipped over an important piece. You got drafted 22nd overall to Noel Gold yeah. this year's draft, right? So congratulations, first of all. Uh, I got a lot of questions about that. So I guess when did that become a realistic possibility? Uh, the first year, mm-hmm. you know, I was still um, still at school and hadn't finished yet. And when the first one went, it um, when the first one happened, uh, I was just I don't remember it was a COVID year too, so we didn't we, we didn't have any rugby. And yeah, I remember the first draft was all just it was all was all virtual. Everything mm-hmm. all the coaches saw were vir- you know had to be filmed. Mm-hmm. They went off. So I don't know if you noticed, like first year, all the West Coast teams picked West Coast players because that's who they see. Yeah. East Coast teams obviously pick those East Coast players because they're used to seeing those guys, you know, not if every week, but like, you know, they just know of them, know of them more. So right. And we're easier to get in touch, yeah. I guess, with somebody that you've worked with. Or, hey, hey tell had, me about this kid. Yeah. They only had two rounds. Right. Last time. So it wasn't that many kids. And, um, yeah, so I applied, I, you know, ended that, didn't get drafted. Um, didn't have the highest hopes either because no teams were talking to me. Um, yeah, but then, you know, my last year at Sacred, I mean Sacred, at uh, Penn State, um, I knew it was going to be another thing coming up. So I trained just really hard, 
Yeah. You know, uh, we didn't have that much rugby either at that my last year. Right. The COVID only literally had one 15s game the whole year. Wow. Um, just worked really hard. I was great. Uh, luckily enough, we had a MLR combine. It was the first. Yeah. I saw you wearing the shirt today. I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing it. Oh, right sick. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, that was actually, you know, guys have different opinions on it. People in the rugby world will have different opinions on it, but that was a huge part of me getting drafted. Uh, prior to the, prior to the combine, I'd only been talking to like a couple teams. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't really, you know, my film still wasn't great. Like I didn't yeah. have that much film or games under my belt. Um, but at the combine, I met the um, the GM of Nola Gold, who was, you know, not every not every team had representation. And yeah, half the teams had representation, so still wasn't the whole whole audience, but it was something, and it was enough for me to you know get um get spotted by Fitz and. Um, yeah, it kind of just went from there. I, you know, he got me out down for a visit two days after the draft to check the facilities. They still weren't giving away a lot. You know, they weren't like, oh, yeah, we're <laughs> definitely. We're definitely yeah, you're a, you're round. a lock. They're yeah. Just like, yeah, man, if like, you know, hopefully everything goes, you know, to plan and hopefully we can get you down there. It was never like. You know, <laughs> and, nice. Um, so, yeah, that's that's how I um, how I got kind of into the. So when did you when do you hear like, do you hear. Is it live? Do you hear like a day before? Like when did you know you got drafted? Is it is that allowed to take? Are you allowed to show us how sausage is made? You know, like you see the you see the NBA draft, you see the yeah yeah NFL draft. I mean, this is not on TV. On, it's yeah. super cool. This was cool. However, they the first round was televised live, uh-huh. and then the second round and the third we had to go online to. Oh really? It. So oh yeah 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Watching, you know the first round like. Not, I know, like, not saying that I thought I would go first round, but I, you know, everyone's saying, like, you know, you have, yeah, you have a chance, like, yeah. you're in it, you know, you're, you know, it's more of a hope, like, you know, yeah, you know, I'd be lying if I said it in like, <laughs> carry my name first round or something like that, not even first pick, just in the first round or just getting picked at all. But, um, yeah, I remember we watched it on TV and my name didn't get called, and I was like, oh man, like, I just got up. My, my mom and uh, threw it up on her computer, but I, I'd already walked to my room. And I was like, ah, you know, yeah. whatever happens, happens. Like, I didn't get any phone calls either. <laughs> so that was the thing. I didn't get yeah. any phone calls. So I was like, great. Like, it's all right. I started planning my moves. If I didn't get drafted, I was like, all right, I'm going to do this and this and that. Yeah. So we're, we're good. And I just hear my mom, like, yell and, like, scream from like, in the living room. And I'm like, no way. I, like, I heard my name. Yeah. Like, faintly. And I was like, there's no way. <laughs> Just overwhelmed, honestly. Nice, it was man. A good feeling, no lie, but it was. That's a good story. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's a little different, but. <laughs> no, I like that. So you excited to get down there? I know you said you report pretty soon. Yeah. So I've already been down there and saw the facility, so I already kind of know what I'm going down to. Just haven't met the haven't met the guys yet. Um, but yeah, I think the day after Thanksgiving, <laughs> I'm down there. Quick turnaround. So you we you're supposed to land and. Denver, what, the 22nd? The day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, day before Thanksgiving. So. Um, oh, no, two days before. And yeah. Fly out the day before Thanksgiving, spend Thanksgiving at home. And then, I, I well, I still haven't decided yet, but it's like, yeah. like, I'll try and get down there as soon as I can, you know what I mean? Like, especially coming off here, right? fit, so I kind of, I don't want to lose any of that. And I know the, the level of rugby at MLR is, is really high. I know the goals they want me to reach mm-hmm. in terms of conditioning, strength, so I still have a lot, you know, a lot of work to do, and I just want to keep the momentum going. Yeah, you're on the right track. That's a lot of moving around, though, man. That's a <laughs> that's a grueling that, you know, week. I, I, yeah, I learn, I learn a whole lot. Like I'm, dude. I'm, I mean, we're just so privileged and lucky to be yeah. here. You know what I mean? Like I agree. Yeah, I count my blessings and like, 
when I'm sore and stuff. But yeah, it sucks. But like, I could also mm-hmm. be somewhere else doing something. Beats working, else. right? <laughs> Almost yeah. There's other things, not just working. There's other things that are out there that right. you know aren't this. And I think about you know how lucky I am because I do know you know a lot a lot of people would love to be in my shoes for sure. Aren't. And, so I just, you know, I'm trying to be as grateful as I can that's a good, as much as I can. That's a good way to look at it. Keep the perspective, man. That's, that's a good way to go through life. So uh, I know I asked you a little bit yesterday, but can you tell me how you kind of ended up with the Raptors? Yeah, so it was through through the GM um, from NOLA, old Fitzy. Gave me a call on Saturday after um, this one of the scrum halves here, Keanu, uh, went down with an injury. Uh, he was actually at the game. He, uh, he knows Peter. The GM here and um, Peter was just like, uh, any chance, you know, uh, a nine that we could get out here to yeah. come play? And Fitz was like, you know, a matter of fact, we just drafted one. Yeah. Go. Um, let me call him. So, yeah, and then four days later, I was here. Yeah. Yeah. So, tell me about your like thought process a little bit, like when you get the call, though. So, you were trying to say, and yesterday you were like kind of on the fence, like, ah, I don't know if I should do that. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because. I got drafted and I, I didn't know what that meant. You know, I right. like, right, I'm just going to go to no, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to train really hard and get there, you know, fit. And then this came up like, un, like unexpected, like, right. Completely out of left field. I thought, you know, I didn't think it was about the Raptors. I thought it was about, you know, something else, NOLA related, but um, yeah, he just kind of told me what happened. And um, I had a word with Peter. I, I called him before anything. Um, and he walked me through everything that was out. Like, I, I knew what the XOs were and who the yeah. was. Not entirely, but. You knew of them, at least. Course, yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, uh, You're plugged in. Bit, <laughs> yeah, not entirely. Even in, I feel like in the rugby community, what we're doing here is still kind of like. Yeah. I don't know. In the in, in the shadows somewhat, you know. For sure. Open for everyone to see. But, you know, I think that it's good that we're trying to because what we're doing here is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Once people understand what this team is and what they're trying to do and what we've accomplished. And what we're going to accomplish mm-hmm. is significant for rugby. Like, right. for us. like these are the things that need to happen that haven't been happening. So, yeah, it was honestly, I'm really proud and honored to be here. Like, yeah. it's a great team to be a part of. It's cool to hear a guy like you say that and then a guy like, you know, Fitzy, like, refer you to this, right? Because that's, I mean, kind of like you were saying yesterday, like, it's just more of a chance to play more rugby. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, you tell me, like, it seems like the level's pretty high, right? Like, it's no, good, absolutely. good rugby. Yeah. Well, Fit, Fitzy, you know, I've, I've talked to him a lot about this, you know what I mean? He checks up on me and stuff like that while, you know, while I've been here, because I've been here for a while now. I know I came, you know, I didn't start the season with the boys, but I feel like I've been here. For yeah, you was now. just a week or two in, I yeah, think, when you joined. In. So it was, it was a whole, you know, it was a shock. I, I didn't, I was telling you, I didn't know any of these guys coming in. So it was, you know, the first little, first couple weeks were a shock, but, um, yeah, you know, coming here for me personally, I know everyone else has different goals. Goals um, for me, it was just game time, mm-hmm. um, getting fit, getting back into playing rugby because didn't play a lot of rugby my last right. state. You know, in twenty even in twenty twenty one, so it was time. For, you know, Fitzy said, get some games under your belt, get some fitness, just get used to playing. Um, but he also said, you know, get ready because the MLR is uh, mm-hmm. you know, another step up. But yeah. This is, honestly, this is, you know, a pretty tough, pretty good level. Like, right. Where not only do I play with guys who are very good athletes, we play against, you know, guys who are also very good athletes <laughs> and, 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 you know, play good rugby. I know we've had some big blowouts and we put on some good performances, but, like, you know, we're playing right. really hard, you know, 
hard, fast rugby. Right. The level of physicality is definitely up from college. Like you know, for sure, like, it's a good level. I know it's not where we want to be, but dude, we're playing. Like, yeah. Uruguay this weekend. <laughs> I think that might be. A, yeah, that's gonna be a good measuring stick, right? Yeah, it's gonna absolutely. be a good test to see where you're at. And it is like you're saying. It is. It seems like a good bridge, right? It's like ne- it's a perfect next step before you take that next step and go, mm-hmm. you know, play with Nola. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's already it's already proven the work. You know, these right. guys, some of these guys that just came back from MLR. Right. Some of these guys won the MLR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Jalen and Aki. Yeah, uh, yeah, like that's that's insane. Right. You know what I mean? I know. It's actually insane. <laughs> I, I talk to those guys a lot about you know the, their experience. Right. Because like. I just want to know as much as I can before I go. And I just love listening to like, you know, like they literally won the, not like their inaugural. Right. Um, their inaugural season. season. Yeah. Like they won it. Like that's insane. Like I, I want to know, like, and they're, they're my teammates. So of course <laughs> I want to like ask them, you know, you know, everything that they, they would want yeah. to tell me. Cause that's such an unreal experience. For they sure. started here. Right. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they started here when they were the XOs. Right. And Jalen, you know, yeah, Jalen's, I know Maake had played a little bit before yeah, yeah. going to college and he's stuff, also, but he's Tongan. So right. He knows about right. For sure. But Jalen, yeah, completely new. Like, I think I'd have to check the dates, but it's almost a year to the day. Like Jalen reported for that first like crossover yeah. camp mm-hmm. last November where that was the first time he'd ever, like, yeah. touched a ball, you know? Dude, he, he was literally playing at Purdue not that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> he is a freak athlete. Uh, yeah. He's strong. Yes. People listening, I, I do not envy strong. the people that have to tackle him. Like, yeah. even that line break he had in the scrimmage the other day. He lost yeah. some dreads, but that was a crazy <laughs> yeah. run. By a front row or two. Yeah, he can move. Shout out, Jalen. Uh, so you're enjoying your time, it's safe to say? I am so, so appreciative of that. Yeah. Man, I'm so happy to be here. It's awesome. Like, I don't know, you, you, you know, <laughs> the weather, look at the people, you know, the food. I mean, we'll keep yeah. up with something else. But, you know, it, it's been it's been cool. It hasn't been all, just rugby, which is, like, super important because we just came from, like, a lot of rugby mm-hmm. focused. And, like, games like these, like, where you, you can't just wear yourself out, like the coach said, wear yourself out before the game's even played by thinking, like, don't play the <laughs> game. And that's something I've learned because I, yeah. know, I feel – I don't know if it's just me, but, you know, I feel like you have to learn that because it's so easy to play the games in your head. Like, oh, <laughs> I want this scenario to happen. I want this to happen. Right. And you think it's fine, but then you realize, like, when you don't do that, you actually yeah. – just let it come to you and just let her. It's like those mental mental aspects that are like those one percenters that I learned from like these guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I learned from coaches like um, like Coach Bod and Mosse and Luke and even uh, even Mark. You know, shout out Mark. He's not here for us. <laughs> but, you know, this just, you know, another good, great thing about coming here. I had four coaches. Right. I said I had one. Yeah. A couple throughout the year. I had one head coach, but, you know, assistant coaches came and went. Um, pretty frequently but so I only had like the one coach for those five years and um, it's just it's just different and and like really special to be able to right four coaches like that's plus we also have guys coming in to help us and Damien came and helped us with kicking and it's just so much to be learned here which Mm -hmm. is like really a a huge plus you know over and you know over anything else like just the opportunity and the knowledge that I've got from mm-hmm. is something like I can't put a price on. You know? That's cool, man. I've never heard it that way. I've never heard anyone say like you have, cause you really do. You have four people around you all the time. Like you're training every single day, like to see they can help you get from here to here and then they can help you get from, you know, point 
B to point C, yeah. right? And they and they want you to get there, right? You know, like if you, I could text any of them anytime, and unless they're if they're awake, they'll get back. To them, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? they, yeah. They want to help, you know, and they, we we're we're really lucky with all the you know the tech we have and all the things they have in place to like monitor our progress and make sure we're yeah. on the up. Right. You know what I mean, which is, you know, just shows how, shows how much they care about us and uh-huh. how much they want us to improve. You know, right. You know, we want to improve as players too. But, you know, <laughs> they they obviously want us to improve be, as well. So right. Be the really, best he can really be. How do you think the scrimmage went? That was a great. I mean, I think it was obviously a great experience. Yeah. That it was different. It was dark. Yeah. It was very dark. Yeah, I was gonna ask how. I <laughs> bring my night vision goggles out. Yeah. How hard that was to see the ball. I heard a lot of guys being like. It literally looks like the ball's like glitching, like when you pass, like it's in one spot and then it's way over here. Literally. It's like because it spins <laughs> around too, so the yeah, colors. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like with the dark camouflage. <laughs> yeah. No, it was brutal. And, I, and I'm throwing the ball to these guys all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Nine, so I'm trying to keep the passes in front of them, not too high, you know, not make any, um, you know, bad passes and just you know make their jobs easier. But um, it was tough to see, but um, it was cool. You know, it was two parts. We had the we, you know, the backs went against just the backs, and then the forwards went went against just the forwards for like the first half. Heard of the forwards had some experience, you know. They had a good wake up call with their scrums. <laughs> I watched a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Expose this forwards right now. Y'all got blown up, but <laughs> y'all bring it back when it counts. In the game, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so we, you know, we did our positional stuff, and then we came together for you know, th- what was it, thirty minutes, thirty five minutes, in total of a scrimmage, and yeah, we just played our rugby, and we just it looked out. good. I will just show that. Yeah, we're I was impressed. So getting it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Shout out to the Cuervos. They were, they were good, and they put bodies in front of us. But yeah, it just gave us, you know, not, we're not going to get ahead of ourselves, and we haven't. You know, we, that was just what it was. It was like a practice. Yeah. But you know, we're, you know, we're going to build off that. We're, we were glad to have that. We needed that. Right. So we, especially going up against Uruguay, like for sure, a team that practices together. You know, it's it's the best. You know, the best of what Uruguay has. So we we're going to take that and keep moving forward right it was a great experience although even though it was very, very dark, dark. The food was awesome too their hospitality yeah yeah what do you like did you just walk around that clubhouse at all like yeah, that place was there. awesome I, of course man i walked in there saw pictures of like graham henry and right you know all those like little you know little plaques and just saw like all the things they've done it's just cool because i've been in it's a like lot a, of i've been in a lot of club rooms like i've been or not in a, kind of around the world yeah you have yeah in a few places around the world and more it's just than cool me to see what club rooms have like so it almost feels like a museum, kind of. Like the like stuff's home, like old, man. yeah. Like the the plaques, everything, man. It's Honestly, just, man, it feels like home. When I'm in a, like a rugby club, like clubhouse, when I see like jerseys and just like I just know it's like like a rugby thing. I, I'm super comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like not worried about someone. Me out, <laughs> but just like you know, what I mean? yeah. Like, there's always someone that'll have a chat with you and have some rugby story for sure in the, rug, in the rugby community. So that's I think that's something super special about rugby too. Yeah, but yeah. Rug, you know the club room was awesome. The meat was awesome. We all everyone knows you know everyone had a few, <laughs> few beverages. What you're supposed so. to do? Yeah, so, but it was awesome. The boys were super cool on the other team. Got to yeah. exchange some gear. So that's Great. awesome, man. So, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, a couple more questions before I let you go, Christian. Um, has there been anybody on the team that's impressed you, I guess, thus far? Like, because like you said, you didn't know really anybody coming in here. A lot of guys are new, especially like, you know, a lot of guys are very new. Like, a lot of guys have been playing rugby for, what, three months? Yeah. Has, has there been anybody that's kind of caught your eye a little bit? 
Dude, all my all my teammates are dogs. They're all my <laughs> boys. You know, they're all cool. Yeah, except Ricky. No, <laughs> no, Ricky. They're all they're, they're all cool. They honestly impressed me. You know, everyone told me not everyone. So everyone I told when I was coming here and what I learned, kind of suggested to the fact that you're going to a team that doesn't know how to play rugby. And I'm like, I've done that a little bit before here, like in the US. Like yeah, that's some teams like some clubs that were you know didn't have the greatest rugby IQ because it's still new. It's still new, yeah. But um, so I was like, all right, I, I, I can deal with it. I'm playing nine. All I got to do is just give them, you know, distribute the ball. Like Fitz said, like I wasn't also a big thing coming here. I didn't want to get injured, so right. I tried to you know do my best to make my body conditioned to play. Uh huh. I mean? And um, I think they gradually build it built it built really well going through the season, but um. Yeah, honestly, dude, every everyone on this team is a dog. Mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time with the backs, but yeah, like our forwards, dogs, front rows are all you know our front right. rows insane. I know we had a shortage in locks, but you know all our locks are, are dope. Our our loose forwards are sick. My you know my other nine, Nolan, <laughs> he's new. He's yeah, he's like really brand new. new. You know, and he's a big boy. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's a stocky boy. You could have him in the back line somewhere, or even as a loose forward. Like that's how you know he's a stocky boy, but. And nine is hard. Right. I tell him that all the time when he's like not always sure about how his play. And but dude, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna actually say Nolan because I spent the most yeah. time with him. Um, I was gonna ask Nolan you about Nolan. Sure. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> nine's hard, man. It's right. Like throw a spiral pass. I've only I only started playing nine after after um, high school. Mm-hmm. I was a Ford in my first seven years of rugby. Really? I played in the Ford pack. I was a lock. Yeah, lose forward. Like if I was if I was over two twenty five right now, I'd be in the forward pass. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, even I had to learn how to play nine. Like right, I always knew how to pass a rugby ball, but it's hard to pass a rugby ball from the deck to a person. Right, every time, quick, you know, make every the right time. decision like in a tight spiral yeah. every time. Like I look at it now, like it's easy. Obviously, it's easier for me now. I'm still like working on perfecting my pass, but I look back, like yeah, it's it's not it's not easy. You got you yeah. got to work on it. So for no one to come in on a few months, dude, and do what he's doing, like. It helps that he's a beast athlete. But right. He's also, like, dude, he's learning how to, you know, play the position, knowing how to control the boys, knowing how to, you know, box kick something mm-hmm. that's super. You know, he's if you don't kick, it's weird. You know, he's not. He wasn't a kicker. yeah. He wasn't a kicker. He's never never, he, yeah, never thinking about kicking. I had Nolan on a couple of months ago, and I was telling him that too. Like, it's it's apparent like that he is getting it so fast. Also, like he he, he just looks he looks like a natural almost like because he, he's very good about. You know, directing like the pattern of play, like he just see, he looks like he makes like sound decisions. Right. Yeah, he um, doesn't really well like. Too, which yeah, is important. you got to know where the team is going. Like, exactly. That, that's nine. Like that's big. <laughs> you pick go one way, you're gonna hear from. The right. Why don't you go that way? So, it, and you have to be able to like deal with guys. Like, right. Always like agreeing with your. Decision. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, dude, he's he's solid, man. His pass is getting there. Like he's obviously a beast when he has the ball. Right. Yeah, runs. he's very good about which slipping is, through little hole, yeah, tiny holes. Known, also known for nines. <laughs> You know, we're trying to change that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, he, he's impressed me the most. Also, you know, shout out to the backs. All our backs are bees. Got to got to squeeze the back shout out. And uh, Chris, last question I ask you before you go is: Tell me your favorite rugby memory. Ooh. A tough to put you on a spot. If yeah. you got a couple, you can. That's a tough one. I can, I can give you a couple examples of the people that I've had on. Like I like asking because yeah, it's hard with it's oh, it's hard with the new. No, I've got like, some cool ones, but yeah. Let me. I want to hear what. Okay, what so well, back when I was talking a lot more, you know, MLR guys. There's a lot of, you know, Luke White talked about his favorite match he ever played in was like one of his high school matches in Australia. That was like a packed house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been 
MLR finals. There's been Rugby World Cup debuts. There's been there's been everything but then a lot of them have just been like oh yeah playing high school rugby with my friends we won state or isn't that insane though that we have a team that has that many different rugby stories right and like not many are the same right that is true and that's why i like asking this question because it is always so different it's just completely up to the person so yeah i'll talk to luke talk to you know luke gross he's talking about making his first debut for the Eagles. They're talking to Mose. He's talking about playing in, you know, World Cup of Sevens, like stuff like that. But then it's also on the other spectrum. Oh, it's playing high school rugby with my best friends or it's winning state or Which it's... still cool story. Like, yeah, that's, it's all... And that's what I'm saying. They're all, how it is and I'm like, like, I feel them. I'm there's like, no, yeah, I understand uh, why you say like that's such a There's no bad answer to this question, which is why I like to ask it. Yeah, so... Um, Obviously, getting drafted was unreal. Yeah. That's so different, and I'm still, like, pinching myself. Like, I don't think it's <laughs> going to be real until I, I guess I put on, like, a jersey or training jersey or I get on the field and, like, get, actually get in the mix. Like, I know mm-hmm. I have a lot of work to do. You know, I got to obviously – same thing with here. You know, I got to earn the respect of the boys by, you know, working hard, which is huge in rugby. I learned that from Sonny Bill and a lot of legends of the game. Just making sure you're in the respect of the boys by, like, showing up, mm-hmm. working hard playing hard like being a man of your word coming through on things and just you know looking after the boys out there you know what i mean mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to look after them too you know <laughs> making sure i'm not getting wrecked right um so yeah getting drafted was unreal i was i was in auckland during the 2011 world cup yeah when new zealand won it at eden park i wasn't at eden park i was at the viaduct which is like downtown um on the waterfront in auckland and that was people just going crazy insane <laughs> You know, that was a huge World Cup. They hadn't won yeah, it yeah, yeah. For, like not, you know, obviously won it the first one, but hadn't won it since. And to win it at home, like it was a fairy tale. But that game was insane. Seven to eight. Mm-hmm. Stephen Donald coming on <laughs> with a tiny jersey, right? To make that kick after, you know, while he was fishing a week ago, yeah, got the call up, to suit up in a final. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's right. just. I was there. You know what I mean? Just being there in in New Zealand during that was insane, and just like being at a World Cup, right. I remember I was like, and the U.S. was there, and I went to go like visit them, and I remember us thinking like, I want to do this, like I want to be here one day. Yeah. And I knew I wasn't, gonna, I didn't want to be an all black. I wanted, I want to be an eagle. Yeah. And like I remember from that on, like when I saw the enormity of the World Cup and like what it it, it did to like a lot of people and like, and for the players too, like just seeing like how much it meant to them. Like I was like, I want to be here. Wow. I want to be here one day. And, Give me chills, man. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to end no, it. That was a, you know, that's another, that was a pretty good moment. I met, I met some all, cool All Blacks, and I've been to a lot of All Black and Super Rugby games, which has been cool. Also, I have one from college, too. My first. Let's hear it. <laughs> Dude, so, like, I went to, I went to Sacred Heart College, pretty, pretty big rugby school. Um, yeah, I went through ups and downs. First few years, made Bs and C teams. It was not good. Uh, finally made it towards the end, but hadn't won a final. I didn't want a final all up until my senior year, mm-hmm. and I had been to the final. I've been to the final like three times, like lost every time. But yeah, that last final, my my senior year, that team was just full. Only seniors, because in rugby, you can um, in uh, New Zealand at least, at uh, you can play. Um, they put you in weight classes, so like mm-hmm. guys aren't getting wrecked. You know, right, so it's like, keep it a little bit a fair. Of, you, know, it's, you know, it's high school. There's a lot of small kids, but you also have a lot of big kids. Right. So it's a good way, that, you know, a good system they have for making sure. Kids aren't hurt. Um, so, yeah, it was mo- – but, like, so some teams will have guys of different ages. Um, but my team, my, my weight class, um, 
it was all seniors. So we had, it was like, a, it was a dream season. Didn't lose <laughs> a game, conceded like one try the whole season. It was, it was special to go out on that. Cause man, that's we, awesome. Yeah. A lot of, I went to a lot of finals <laughs> thinking we were going to win and it was hard, you know, it's hard to win it. It's hard to win a championship. It is. That's what it taught me. It's hard to be, you know, be, be successful. It's just, a lot of hard work and you know you gotta gotta be switched a lot on. has to go right you yeah gotta be switched on i've learned that here too if you don't if you don't come switched on ready to play you know you'll you won't get the results mm -hmm. so it's important to like learn how to do that and i think we're doing that here that's awesome man what a way to end it christian thank you so much for coming to chat with me man it's good Thanks talking to you looking forward to watching you play a little more then of course keeping up with you when you when you head down to nola here in a couple of weeks Absolutely, so man. appreciate everything you do for us taking some great pictures but no, thanks for being a good that's my job thanks christian i appreciate it all right i hope everybody enjoyed that conversation with american raptor scrum half christian alvarez i know i certainly did uh, like i said I, I really enjoyed his story i really enjoyed his perspective on things and i think he's got a bright future he's going to be a star here in the next couple of years so keep your eyes out for that so again going to skip required reading i know it's a little bit different of a show but uh, just trying to keep it moving. Like I said, been doing a lot of different stuff down here, and it's kind of cutting into podcast writing time. Uh, but I wanted to make sure I keep getting these out, and especially down in Uruguay, man. Like I, I, I'm doing my best to explain to you uh, kind of what's going on, and uh, I hope I hope you understand the the picture. The, the everything's great. I'm doing. I'm gonna put out more pictures. I'm gonna put out some articles. I already put out one article, kind of recapping the scrimmage, and then just talking about the team. I will have at least one more article. I guess we're, this is the perfect transition into the loop, uh, like I said, because my time in Uruguay is almost over. I'm doing my best to take photos and, and bank up stuff to talk about over these next couple of weeks. So the content will span for a while. Uh, like I said, going to book, uh, bank a couple more interviews, at least one more I know for sure. Uh, so I hope everybody understands that this is going well. This is good for the team in the long haul. Uh, and I think everybody's going to be impressed when they do watch these matches in the next couple of days. So heading back uh, to the States on Monday, be back in Denver on Tuesday. Uh, like I said, banking up some content, so we got a lot coming out. Be sure to stay tuned with all that by following along on Twitter at DNVR underscore rugby, at Colton Strickler. Uh, try to get up at least one or two tweets every day, just kind of highlighting what's going on, showing people the scenery. Uh, so hopefully that's been sufficient. But other than that, everybody, that's my show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Christian for coming to chat with me. Uh, I hope everybody had a great week. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll catch you all back here next week. I hope you enjoy the match.